Welcome back to another episode of Schoolhouse Rocks. I'm Chuck Sipe, Assistant Superintendent for Roxbury Schools, here today to talk about one of our most recent award-winning productions. But before we get to that, I want you to hear who the people are that are going to talk to you about this, this production as well as where they've come from. So get ready. Welcome to Schoolhouse Rocks. It's who we are. All right, so let's talk about The Nightingale. It is the literary magazine here at Roxbury High School, and it is our most recent award-winning production. So let's meet some of the people behind that product. Please introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do here in our school district. Hi, my name is Laura Schmidt, and I'm an English teacher here. I was the Lit Mag advisor for two years, and now Miss Kate Stellingworth has mm -hmm. taken it over. Yes, I'm uh, Kate Stellingworth, and I am the current uh, Lit Mag advisor. I'm also an English teacher here at Roxbury. Uh, I have two of my uh, leadership uh, members here from the Lit Mag. So. Hi, I'm A. I am the chief and editor uh, of the club. It's third year in it, senior year, and I have... Hi, I'm Maddie. Um, I am a senior at Roxbury, and... I am also one of the uh, leadership members of the Lit Mag, and I'm in charge of like posting on the Instagram to let like students know when our meetings are, and just like updating them on anything that's going on. All right, very good. So let's start with Mrs. Schmidt as kind of our former advisor. Uh, tell us the kind of the history of the literary magazine, how it became the Nightingale, and then you know we'll include the rest of the gang about how have we gotten to the point where you're now critically acclaimed. And have Very also, exciting. yeah, it's awesome. And also di kind of diverged your interests into other opportunities for students to really explore literary poetry space. So go ahead, tell us the beginning. So Miss Jenna Burke, a former English teacher, and I took over the magazine in 2021. Um, we were coming out of COVID and the club was, didn't really have any members, but there was still an interest for the club. Um, so Miss Burke and I took over the club. And at the time we had three sort of founding members um, who came back as seniors and really revamped the club. And we kind of re-envisioned the club. We came up with a couple new events for the club. Um, one of them is Writer's Night, which we'll talk a little bit more about later. Um, so that was in 2021, and we kind of had a really new beginning. Um, those three founding members carried over to the next year, and we also picked up A and then Maddie along the way, and the club just started to grow and grow and grow. Um, now, how many members would you say are in the club? I can't even tell you. Like, we have so many people who come into the meetings who truly love being there. Like, that's my favorite part of this uh, organization is the fact that we have provided a safe space for students to express um, some really hard emotions, but some necessary emotions. I'm sure you guys can agree. So, <laughs> uh, kind of the content that we cover, it's really a necessity in a social emotional learning space. And it provides that freedom of expression. So I think when when I came in in 2021, um, it started as kind of just a place for everyone to share their writing and to share their artwork and to read poetry out loud. And then it kind of grew into like, we really need to share this with the rest of the community. Um, so we started thinking about what the magazine would want to look like and then eventually creating those Writers' Nights um, events to share with everybody in the community. One thing is it kind of coincidentally two years in a row uh, the cover of our magazine ended up having birds on it. And when we started thinking about how should we rebrand the Lit Mag, we reached out to some of our members, 
you know, and kind of started thinking about what does this magazine represent to us? What does it mean to us? Um, and then we had birds on our covers, and then that's where the nightingale, also playing on the gale of Roxbury's own mascot, uh, where the namesake kind of came in, and we decided that that would really represent the writers of mm-hmm. the lip mag and the nightingale, um, and we could sort of take flight with that idea. I love that idea. Yeah. I think that's so that's so cute. <laughs> All right, so I just want to talk about that trajectory. So one of the things that I believe, and I think we would all agree, and many of our colleagues you know, feel the same, the responsibility of a school district and a comprehensive high school is to ensure that we provide opportunities for students to f- feel seen and valued in a variety of different ways, recognizing that students have a very a wide array of interests and areas of expertise, as well as areas they'd like to see themselves grow in, um, that they are intrinsically motivated to to excel uh, and and to seek improvement on. And so even the trajectory of this club, as you just described it, went from something where we were just offering students an opportunity to share writing, which quite frankly um, is something we do in class, right? We do a lot of writing. We have a lot of focus on um, writing techniques, writing strategies, K to 12, um, but how do we accelerate that into something that is much more um, poignant in terms of the growth and development of young adults at the high school level? This kind of sounds like that, where you took it from somewhere where students could just share writing to somewhere where, as you said, it's a safe place to explore emotions. Um, I mean, certainly, I remember high school being a time that was just kind of filled with yeah. emotions that were somewhat impossible to navigate, you know, where do you turn, who can help you? And the answer is there's hopefully lots of people, right? I would hope every student has someone um, that they feel safe sharing with when they need to. But more importantly, the person that always should be there to help support them is themselves. And so writing is a great vehicle to help do that for students as well, for really for anybody. And so let's talk about that. You you know, Ms. Dellingworth, you talked about SEL, kind of the freedom of emotion and expression that accompanies this vehicle. Let's talk about that because it's so critical to the growth and development of young adults. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that this space does two things. It one creates that safe space for that expression so that you are learning how to be there for yourself. Because as you said, high school is about growing and developing. And of course, there should always be someone who's there for you. But the most reliable person is yourself. And I mean, every writer can attest to the fact that like, when you're deep in your own emotions at two o'clock in the morning, writing these things on your iPhones in the notes, you know, you're really doing a lot of self work that like people just sometimes will not do. So I think that that's part of growing to be the full potential of who you psychologically will become, but also the leader and creative mind that you'll become, which is the second part of kind of what I see in this. It's a celebration of academic success that we don't typically see with creative uh, endeavors. I think about how many times we see an article about a game or a race, which are amazing. I love athletics as well, obviously, uh, as a coach in the district. But I do feel the same amount of pride when you guys are celebrated for work and talent that is just as equally amazing. It's it's all these different types of, of wonderful things that our students are doing. So being able to put that up into a pedestal and show that to the community is something that I really hold dear. And I think that it's a really uh, amazing experience. So, so let's hear from A and Maddie because I love what you just said, and it is super commonplace for schools to celebrate things like musicals, um, band concerts, sports, athletic achievements. Those things are really tangible; they're easy to see, they're easy to to um, to really be a part of. 
It is infrequent that academic success and those more academically oriented experiences get the celebration that aren't directly connected to, and I'm doing air quotes here, like grades, right? Or an event, like, right. like a game or something. Like yeah. That. yeah. So let's talk about that. I want to hear from A and Maddie about that because um, the idea that we can celebrate students in a way that is divergent from that typical opportunity is amazing. And then you guys really brought it together with this most recent accolade. And I want to hear about that too, because that's yeah. super exciting. So let's start at the beginning about celebrating the academic success, celebrating a space for you to you as students to really explore emotions in a real safe, supportive environment. Yeah. Um, starting in the Lit Mag a couple of years ago, I believe my our sophomore year, um, I was not into writing at all. But an assignment in English brought me into it and it's just such a way that you can write freely. You don't have to follow any like structure. Um, you can write what you want to write and express how you want to express yourself. And I think that really just connected to me, I guess. Um, and it just let me write what I was feeling where I wouldn't be able to do that in other ways. And I had a support system with me um, that helped me get through this and I was there that I could share what I wanted to share and what I wrote. So I actually had the same um, thing with A. I did not like writing. Um, I hated essays. I hated any assignment. Um, but then my one best friend was like, oh, there's this club and it's called, you know, Lit Mag. And um, she was like, you should come totally. And I was like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you can come and just listen. And I was like, okay. So then I went and I was like, this is, I love this. Like, <laughs> I just love being here. The environment is great. Everyone's super nice. And um, then I just started writing and I was like, let's just see like if I can actually do this. And then I started writing and it was really great. Um, and now I just like, I can't stop writing. And it just, like what A said, it's just like, it's really good to just like write everything down. Everyone has like different coping mechanisms. Like some people like draw, some people, you know, like other things, but like, it's nice to have a club where you like, you just write as a coping mechanism and everyone understands that. And they're very like, it's very heartwarming to be there because you know that they understand you. Something too to, that you guys just do so well too is create that environment where there's no pressure to engage like if you don't want to read you don't have to you can just listen and I just feel like there are not a lot of spaces where you can just kind of exist and be and not be expected to do something or finish a task or like buy something so it's like creating these spaces in which we're just kind of allowed to sit with those emotions and and feel that way so I'm very proud of you guys for creating that yeah I totally agree um with my first couple meetings I didn't share I was terrified to be in a new club with new people I didn't know doing something that I hadn't really done before um but seeing other people share and their confidence in it got me excited to like start sharing like softer stuff I guess yeah. you could say um and then just kind of growing my writing skills um taking what other people were doing and growing off of that and like the fun environment it's not like we're just sitting there reading like we get to talk to each other and help each other and sometimes we come in with like half finished poems and like what do I need to finish this uh and you can just get help from your friends so uh, you beat me to the punch Miss Tellingworth because I was just gonna say like I really love that we 
we. Uh, we sounds too collective. I've had nothing to do with this. <laughs> you, you all have. So you've created an environment with a real intentional purpose, which is to have somewhat of an unintentional purpose, right? Like, and you said it before, you've designed a space where students can just be, right? Like there's no expectation for what your contribution is. Sometimes um, receiving the contributions of others is your contribution. And that's just as valuable. And I think that's really beautiful to, to hear. And I know that even sounds cliche coming out of my mouth, but it really is truly, it's heartwarming to know that during the day, one of the things that is so challenging for so many students is there's this just constant mounting pressure over the academia, the day-to-day operations of being a high school student, the, the growing expectations of being involved in a gazillion things, you know, you know, you need to have a job and you need to do this and you need to volunteer and you need to be active in clubs. And you need to get good grades. Like the, it's just kind of like an overwhelming mount, an insurmountable mountain of responsibility. And, you know, in my head and in my history, I'm just like, but I'm still kind of a kid, right? Like, you know, stop pushing me into adulthood. And so while part of the responsibility of as a school is to prepare students for that transition beyond high school, because there are a lot of expectations that come with life after high school, I love that there's an, an experience or an opportunity for students to be a part of something like you're describing. But more importantly, and I think A said this, I don't know if A or Maddie, you're going to have to correct me, which one of you said this, when you kind of got recruited to join the club, you're like, well, no, you can just come. Mm-hmm. And so to hear that students feel that and they're the ones bringing other students in, that says a lot too, because I feel like as the adults in the room, we're often trying to encourage students to be involved in things. But when they assume that role, and they're encouraging and supporting one another. Like I feel like that's an even further um, identification that we've d- created the environment. Right? I think I said this a couple episodes ago. Right? That, that whole like from field of dreams, if you build it, they will come. Like you've clearly built something special, and students are want to be a part of it. And so that really is a commendation to you for creating, but also for the students for continuing to grow that legacy. So as we talk about the legacy. Legacies are often built on accolades, right or wrong. It's just kind of a reality. So talk about your most recent one because it's really exciting. And then I want you to share, I think, Ms. Schmidt, you talked about some of the other events that are a part of this program. I think that's important for people to know. So let's talk about your, your winning ways, and then let's talk about some of the other pieces of what this program offers. So the 2023 magazine just won two awards. Um, one came from the National Council Council. For Teachers of English, they won a Realm Award with an excellent rating. Um, There's only a very few select magazines that get awarded this rating of excellent. Um, And they look at student writing. They look at the artwork. They look at the layout. They look at everything that goes into the production of the actual magazine. Um, And then it is basically graded and awarded this award. And then kind of a surprise, we won a first place award from the American Scholastic Press Award, which is the company responsible for all productions at schools make school newspapers yearbooks um we had never applied to that contest so to win a first place award in that first year that we applied to that contest was a huge surprise so it'll be really cool to see what you guys do with the magazine this year and then some other upcoming events that lit mag is part of yeah so this year i think my goal was taking what we had started with and then expanding it into more celebration of the arts kind of like what writers night was um because writers night is a relatively new event um, I think there's been two, three past. Okay. So, um, this year I added the poetry out loud event, um, because I had experienced this in high school. I, I participated in an event like this and it was amazing to just see art displayed on like, 
you get to recite this poetry and there's no pressure. Like I tried to keep it very low key, but it was a very beautiful celebration of just going out and uh, reading poetry that you love. And our winner actually just represented us in Morristown yesterday um, among other people in the uh, 100 and Warren or 100 and Morris Sussex uh, counties in our region. And uh, it was a beautiful day of just sharing poetry. And these students shared it with such uh, passion. And honestly, like I, I said, beautiful a lot, but it was it was a beautiful a beautiful day because how often do you get to just kind of sit and listen to poetry and experience these things? And a lot of people use it for like uh, an expression of kind of how they felt. So they found new poets that they loved. Who was our school winner that got to go to that competition? It was Skylar. Yeah. Uh, Skylar won uh, for Roxbury and she said she's trying to get back there again next year. So we're very excited to see where this will go uh, in growing this event to, to kind of be a school-wide celebration of the arts. Um, and that's through the National Endowment uh, for Art Education in America. So it was a beautiful, beautiful event. <laughs> so I, I love the fact that we're trying to expand as a school opportunities for students to celebrate their artistry. Because I think too frequently when we refer to artistry, something very specific comes to mind. And it's generally like tangible art, like drawings, paintings, po um, pottery, um, music, performance, things like that. But there's so much more to art than just that. And I think, as you just described, kind of the Writer's Night is an amazing artistic event that we've worked on designing. There I am, there I go using we, yeah. trying to give myself credit <laughs> for something again, that you have worked to design that not only allows students that opportunity to perform their art, whether it's reading a piece, sharing a piece. We That's actually, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, where you unveil the newest issue of the yes. Nightingale each year, which is yeah. really a really cool thing. But there's audience, right? Yes. All are welcome, right? Mm -hmm. There are, you know, refreshments provided as well. But the the real treat isn't the refreshments. Right. It's <laughs> the opportunity to hear directly from the authors, from the artists that are contributing to the Literary Magazine. And that's kind of an open forum event, right? Mm -hmm. um, students, should they be so inclined, have the opportunity to to share in that forum. So mm -hmm. let's talk about that too, because I that's like, number one on the list of greatest fears is getting up and performing, sharing, and it's such a vulnerable moment. So if I juxtapose the two pieces there, you talked about the, one of the greatest values of this club is the idea that it gives our students a safe place to really wrestle with emotions, to share, to feel safe and supported. But then there's this invitation at the end of the road to get up and demonstrate some real extreme vulnerability by sharing that publicly with people you know and people you don't know, I, that's hard for me to negotiate the, you know, the middle on. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I, I hate public speech. I can't do it. Uh, Writer's Night was like the first one I did. I've done two now. Uh, first one I did a couple years ago, terrified, terrified to do it. Um, but I did it and it felt so good to be able to get up there uh, and share with everybody else um, and just like be able to see people listening to me perform this piece because it is a performance and then you um, get the audience reaction and yeah. you feed off their emotions that you've now given to them yeah. with your words and to see it grow over the last couple years um and i'm hoping this year it's going to be great too um it's it's awesome and we had a performance performance last year mm -hmm. uh which was cool to see that change too um and getting newer stuff in um yeah 
My question for you is what do you feel as the artist when you share something like that in that form? Like what are the emotions that you are you're going through? Yeah. Um I mean scared first of all. <laughs> uh it's natural. To, yeah, to be up there. Um but I don't I guess like a connection towards people um sharing with my peers like alongside me um that sort of connection and like just having other people sort of understand um, what you're writing and they get to see it how you intended for it to be performed. Because there's a difference between just reading poetry and then watching somebody perform this, how like there's a stop here and a break here, how it's intended to be. So I also hate public speaking. Um, <laughs> I cannot do it for the life of me. Um, so when I perform, I'm just like super anxious person. So when I go up there and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to mess up. And then you just, you say it and everyone gives that like reaction and everyone's like, oh my God, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like oh, I relate. Um, that makes me feel like so happy that like I'm not alone in this situation. And then you don't feel anxious anymore. You feel like so confident and proud and you're like, wow, like I probably just changed like someone's day or like just help them like cope somehow. And it just makes me like really happy that um, we have this like space for other people. And yeah. I, I like what, I really like what you just said there, Maddie, at the, at the conclusion of that thought, which is you might've made a difference for a per for one person. And I feel like too often success is measured by the, the magnitude of impact, meaning the quantity, not the quality, right? And so if you sharing something that is special to you, all of you, but the royal you, right? Any, any student who gets up in that moment or any staff member who gets up in that moment and shares, if one person in that audience can really connect with that moment or you've, you've impacted their thinking, you've helped them feel supported, you help them recognize that other people have similar circumstances, similar feelings. I mean, that is a humongous success in my opinion, right? I feel like too, too frequently we measure things by like, well, I need to have a, a broader impact. How many followers do you have? Like, <laughs> well, who cares? If one person, if you've made an impact for one person, like that's a special thing. So I, I do applaud you both for getting up and sharing. Um, e even as I'm listening to you, you started when you kind of introduced yourself at the beginning of this conversation by saying you began by not really being into writing or some <laughs> version of that. And now here you are leading yeah. an organization that celebrates writing and performance when you are both kind of self-proclaimed not public speakers. But <laughs> by the way, just kind of footnote, you're kind of public speaking now. And you're, into a microphone. And you're doing awesome. <laughs> you're, and you're doing awesome. So, all right. So let's kind of wrap it up. Where are we going? What's the future hold for the club? Um, are there other opportunities to um, perform? And if you're a student listening, how do you get involved? So we have open meetings uh, quite frequently. If you look outside R266, there is a bulletin board with all of our meeting dates for the remainder of the year. Uh, the big stuff coming up is Writer's Night. So May 29th is Writer's Night. So mark your calendars. If it's beautiful outside, we're going to do it outside in the courtyard because uh, it's nice and springy and, you know, a wonderful time. So uh, that's something big. But any student is welcome uh, at any time. And there's no like attendance requirements. There's none of that. It's just kind of come as you need to and as you want to. So, and, and honestly, our uh, 
A and Maddie are always there to uh, recruit people in and answer any questions. All right. So, Mrs. Schmidt, you as you started, you said you're kind of responsible for getting this thing underway. So, looking back on where you know what you're hearing them say, you got this started. How's that? Tell us how that feels to know that you've had the impact to get this thing get this thing going and get this thing started and what it's become in just a few short years. It's it's really amazing to see the growth of it, and I have to give a lot of credit to Miss Burke, who you know who who doesn't teach her anymore, but I know you guys miss her, and she you know, really inspired me to become a writer and helped me get involved with this too. And the two of us together have loved to see the growth of the magazine over the past few years from, you know, starting out with our couple little three members that we had and growing it into what it is now and producing new magazines every year. Um, I think one of the coolest things is like, I've had a few people email over the years like, can I, can you send me a magazine to this address? I don't know how to get one, you know? So it's really cool when people in the community value what you put out there and what you do. And, you know, I'm really kind of just excited to hand this over to Miss Stellingworth as the advisor and you guys as your seniors and moving on to the next chapter. But you're certainly literally leaving behind a legacy with your writing for the next generation of writers to be inspired by and join this club and continue it on. Yeah. I Listen, I think you you said something really important there. And I know that Ms. Burke was instrumental in getting this going with you. And she's a fantastic educator. We do miss her. But the good news for students everywhere is that she's still having an impact on learners and and her reach here, you know, persists, but yeah. you know, even more important than that is the fact that Miss Dellingworth has picked up the reins and is really helping to move this forward with the support of students like A and Maddie. And I couldn't thank the four of you enough for the work that you're doing, not only to support this initiative in our school district and winning is great, but as we all know, <laughs> it's not the reason to engage in these sorts of um, situations and experiences. It's just more serves as some validation for the effort you're putting in. Um, but the real reward is something that is not tangible, which is that feeling that may not be articulated by students in a moment that they might need someone that they can rely on or an opportunity to have an outlet for some feelings or emotions that they're struggling with as a, as a young adult, knowing that they have student peers and adult leaders like yourselves who they can rely on and just feel seen, valued, and heard is really amazing. Um, and as well as your commitment to ensuring that you share that in a, in a way that's really safe and supportive uh, for anyone who's, who is interested. And so if you just want to be somewhere and you want to write, you want to have that support structure, you certainly don't have to share. But as you heard from A and Maddie, they are now, you know, really... They're professional prof sharers. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> professional speakers. Um, you know, that's a, it's a really great growth strategy as you move into young adult life because, like we said, we know people are petrified to do it and it's a really really while vulnerable safe way to do it so i've attended the writers nights in the past and they really are amazing and i thank you all for the hard work that goes into that because i'm not sure everyone appreciates all of the effort that you all put in behind the scenes to make situations like this happen for not only the students as our adults in the room but also as student peers because i think that goes a long way as you even said You've done work for you know to bring other students in to help them feel supported, and I think that really is incredibly important. So, all right, I'll pass it back to you for last for closing thoughts as we wrap it up. Um, but before I stop, Nightingale Part Four, <laughs> part on, four. on on a shelf near you soon. So go ahead, <laughs> I'll pass it back to you all. I just kind of want to say to Mrs. Schmidt, like, thank you so much for passing this 
beautiful thing onto me that I never knew I needed in my uh, career. Like I always thought I would just be a English teacher and I, cause creative writing was just kind of like a, a second thing for me. It was a thing that I did in private. And now I see just through the strength of you guys, how beautiful this thing is of just allowing yourself to be vulnerable and to share with your community some of the most uh, personal things and how we can find strength and fortitude in that. So I guess like my question for you guys is what do you hope to leave as seniors leaving this uh, wonderful club that you've been a part of? Like what do you hope the next group will do? Yeah, um, I guess I just hope the group continues to have a safe, safe, sorry, safe space um, with each other um, and seeing the book grow itself over the past couple years um, is amazing. Uh, and I just hope that continues. Um, I hope that more people like hear about this club. Cause I feel, I feel like, um, I mean, we have a small group, but it's very like strong. We are a very strong group. We are very like close together. And um, I wanna see like in the future, obviously I won't be here, but I hope in the future that the club grows and it becomes like you know, a bigger thing, a bigger um, support group for people. And I really want them to just realize that they're not alone in any situation that they're in. And that it's a cute little club and it's good for people to be there. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for joining me today. I love the way you wrapped that up for us, A and Maddie. And I couldn't be prouder of the accomplishments of the club and for everything you offer to students here in our high school as well as to our larger community. Thanks for listening. And if you're interested in maybe getting an older copy of Nightingale, don't hesitate to reach out because we are happy to share uh, the amazing accomplishments of our students. Thanks for listening.